My name is Morgan Pritza, and I'm Crystal Flores, I'm Marisol Torres, I'm Rebecca Wasco, and I'm Jessica Pettyplace, and we, we are the Cheetah Girls. Welcome back to episode 2 of ACSV 360 podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Robert's rules and how to formally run a proper meeting. Alright, so first off, I'm going to talk about who the heck is Robert, like, in the history of Robert's rules. Yeah, because I don't know. No idea. <laughs> Robert? Nobody knows. Okay, so... According to the official Roberts Rules of Order website, the man who started it all was Henry Martin Roberts. He was in the Army as an engineering officer. Um, Henry was asked to preside over a meeting in a church for his community, and obviously, you know, he didn't know what to do, so he was just like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, but ultimately, he made a fool of himself. Shooter shot. <laughs> Shooter shoot. <yeah. laughs> After that, he wrote a few books on meetings, and combined with his knowledge of the military, he traveled around the country ideas on how to run a meeting. So he decided to write his book, Robert's Rules, and the first edition came out in February 1876. We are currently on the 11th edition, which was written in 2011, and this makes the book about 135 years old. Old as dirt, right? (laughs) So what exactly does this rule book consist of? Okay, so that's why I'm here to tell you. So Robert wrote these rules so that there would be structure and organization in meetings. Without structure and organization, meetings would not be successful and things would just not get done in a proper or formal manner, which are kind of important. There's a lot of different versions of these books, like Morgan said, around the 11th edition. And one of these is called Robert's Rule of Order, newly revised on brief. Um, the book is broken down into five parts. Each part just explains and goes over how and why these rules are important to having a meeting. So, like, what needs to be discussed and why what's being discussed is important. And it just kind of goes, or not just what's being discussed, but what's going over and the goals that need to be met and how these rules need to be enforced. And um, these rules are used to properly set up a meeting so that um, you know what's going to be going over, making sure that all the parts of the meetings are well organized and to have a goal that's met by the end of this meeting. And so Jessica is going to tell you how you can implement those. As you were saying, a set of rules for conduct at meetings allows everyone to be heard and to make decisions without um, so much confusion. Organizations implement this procedure usually follow a fixed schedule of business. A motion is a proposal that the entire membership takes stand on an issue. Individual members have the ability to call Call to order, second motions, debate motions, and to vote on motions. Obtaining the floor includes waiting until the last speaker has finished. And the first step is to address the chairman and wait for him or her to recognize you. And next, it's time to make your motion. After this, you wait for someone to second your motion. And if there's no second, then your motion is lost. Otherwise, the chairman will place your your motion before the membership for consideration and action. The membership will either debate your motion or they can move directly to a vote. It's pretty much up to them. The chairman will then ask if you're ready to vote on the question. And if there's no more discussion, then the vote will be taken. Um, There are several benefits as to why we should use Robert's Rules. Using Robert's Rules gives the meeting structure. It makes the meeting go by faster and more effectively. 
If there is no structure in your meeting, you and your team will most likely never get anything done. It is also easier to stay on, on topic during meetings instead of talking about nonsense that no one cares for. Um, Robert's Rules also gives people the opportunity to speak on a topic and it can also limit those people that always talk in meetings, if you guys know, you know those people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just want to get to the point. <laughs> this is beneficial because it will give everyone everyone to the, to the point and it can make decision making a lot quicker and it can stop the repetition of the same points over and over again. It also gives freedom. Wait, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How can a more formal meeting result in more freedom? It is because the facilitator is less focused on running the meeting and more focused on what is actually being discussed within the meeting. Okay, so I know that we just went over a lot of information. It was probably new because I know it was for me. Um, so let me give you a quick overview on what Robert's Rules is um, and the benefits. So Robert was a member of the U.S. Army, as mentioned by Morgan. Um, who created Robert's Rules of Order to create a sense of rhyme and reason behind meetings. Um, this allowed meetings to become more efficient um, and effective by giving it like more of a serious structure. Um, these rules allowed everyone to get involved but still reach the goal in a timely manner, which I know is something that we don't see very often. Right, never. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so the one essential job that must be filled is um, the chairman and this member is responsible for keeping the meeting on track um, and they more or less like regulate the members in order to keep them on the right path um, and then of course you need the members to move things and put in motion and stuff no way <laughs> um, and so now that you have a good and comprehensive understanding of what the rules are um, now you can have the best meeting possible for you and your organization you're welcome <laughs> thank you for listening thank you, thank you. Thank you.